All I know, all I know in my heart of hearts is that before the end of the month, someone is going to die playing Pokemon Go. Hasn't I, it already happened? <laughs> Probably. Someone, I know my soul has so far. Well, and that we'll we'll get into that, but I'm we somebody's already discovered a dead body <laughs> and and I'm not kidding, Pokemon Go was used to lure people during an armed robbery spree. So that just goes to show you <laughs> this game is dangerous. Nintendo's just going all out. Yeah, well, I guess I guess we should start this off. Hey, everybody, it's Alex Blaine's at all. This is Alex with producer Seth, and today it's Console Me Day. We're talking video games, so every show is going to have a different theme and a different name. Uh, so this is Console Me. We're talking video games, and the video game we're going to start off with it is taking the world by storm, and because of that, you can't play it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not kidding. Servers are down right now. Yeah. Um, so producer Seth uh, has been sending me. I I can't read some of them because of the language, but I will just get randomly texted in the middle of the night with all caps saying, I hate this game because you can't play it. You it, really can't. No. Well, I mean, and like I said, it's not the game. The game itself is is great. It's got good content. It's executed. It's the app. Okay, it's obviously, it's a mobile game, you know, available on iOS devices, Android, whatever. But the app itself is very much still buggy. Yeah. And it needs to be worked on. Well, and I understand, so they've been beta testing this for quite a while. But the the thing that I don't think they took into account is, is that anyone, if you have an app with brand name recognition and it's free, People will download it. And when you have phones being sold in the hundreds of millions and they can play it, people will download it. So I don't think they understood the sheer amount of people that were going to download, install, and play this game. I, I you know, I've, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's obviously why they're having the server issues they're having, which is the big, the big complaint. You try to get on, you can't play. But those aren't my complaints. I will get into my complaints. Other than, with the server issues, I, I, I'm I okay with that mm-hmm. because I get it. I understand they didn't expect it to be as popular as it is, which is surprising. They should have known. I mean, Pokemon is a worldwide yeah. brand and something that takes it and puts it together with your mobile device and, and uh, augmented reality, it's it's going to blow up, you know? So they, I feel like they should have been a little bit more prepared on the server side. Absolutely. Now, like I said, when we discuss the, my personal issues <laughs> with the app, that's that's separate. So with with the, the, the that issue, I'm okay with. They're going to work that out because that's typical... Um, Growing pains that you would have with any video game. Well, you you would have think you will you would have thought that they would have um, hammered this out two years ago when they released this game as a April Fool's Day prank on Google Maps. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Uh, in so Google owns the company. It's either Niantic or Nanantic. I need to something like that. Yeah, um, they own the company. 
that created the game Ingress. And Ingress, if you don't know, is an augmented reality game. Augmented reality versus virtual reality, for those of you that don't know, is virtual reality is when you are put into a completely virtual world 100%. All of your vision is obstructed. You're presented with this image. Augmented reality is basically picking, picking up your phone and having an overlay on top of it. So Ingress is a game where, I guess, people try to control regions in real time in the real world. And Pokemon Go is essentially a variation of it. So Pokemon Go, for those of you that don't know, is a video game that you can install on your phone. And you basically walk around and hold your phone up. And in the real world, Pokemon will pop up and you can catch them. And it's got one-sixth of the features that Ingress had. But uh, it is spreading like wildfire and the reason that i love it you may hate it right now producer seth but i love it for the sheer fact that nintendo for two reasons has had the gall to say you know what we are going to start putting our stuff on platforms that we don't create but the sheer fact that i am seeing pokey centers at strip clubs uh and horrible places it, it, I love the blend of when something recognizable and sweet and kind enters the real world. It is, um, it's like a cartoon being pulled out of the television. It, a perfect example. Remember when they had that Treehouse of Horror when Homer went 3D? Yes, The yes. end of it, he ends up in the actual real world, and the first thing he does is walks into an erotic bakery. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and they end the episode. That's Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is Homer and an erotic bakery. It is people. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes, it Pokemon is. Pokemon Go is Homer at an erotic bakery. <laughs> Just let that sink in a little bit. Go go Google it. I'm not joking either, but um, there is there is a picture. One of the first photos I saw after this game launched is a picture of a stripper with a Pokemon on her back. And somebody aiming a Pokeball at it. That That is so funny to me. There is nothing that brings me more joy than seeing horrific, weird things. It, with with kind, cute things. I can't tell you how many people have aimed their phone down on their groin and a diglet has been popping out of it. I mean, that's, that, that is the... Uh, that was pretty much the first, first thing to happen. It was. Um... But the interesting thing about this game, and I think in the long term, this is what the because it the it's now the Pokemon company. Pokemon has become such a big thing that it is its own company. The thing that they are going to have to capitalize on is it's getting people out of the house. I have been driving around the city and seeing groups of people, and I'm going, they're playing Pokemon Go. Oh yeah. It's it's amazing. It's almost like it's a whole resurgence of the Nintendo Wii thing. You know, it was a gimmick. It might have been. A, I don't. I don't know if Pokemon is doing that, but it was a gimmick to get people up and moving, exercising. Just which is the opposite of what video games were for so many years, for decades. It's just sitting in one place playing. But now it's all about being able to play and move around. Um, and now it's 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 have it's very much it literally tells you because you know it's it's got GPS it gives you maps of your city or your town or wherever you live and you do you have to walk around you have to look you have to search 
which is I, I, I don't know if they meant to do that, but it's definitely happening. It, the unintended consequences of this game are something that they are going to have to wait. But the social media outpour of and there are people playing this game that you out loud go, what in the hell are you doing playing Pokemon? But it's people gaining an interest. It's a simple thing to set up and it's bringing people joy. I mean, I've seen people out at bars. I've seen people out to eat. I've seen pictures in the hospital. And people are playing Pokemon. And it's it goes to show you, if you have the proper components to something, the viral aspect of this is going to carry it for a while. But I'm going to get back to a point I was trying to make earlier, is that I think the unintended benefit of this is the fitness aspect of it. If yeah. they were able to integrate it, because every phone had, you know, Apple watches and iPhones have fitness traffic tracking now. So do Android devices and Fitbits and all this. If they were able to combine a fitness aspect with Pokemon go, they would be unstoppable at this time. Yeah. No, you're 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 totally, absolutely correct on that, and and and, and like I said before, and you touched on that, it. I want to know if it was truly unintentional, because in the development of the app, I mean, obviously the, the I guess you could say, health fitness that is become that is that is the new thing. You know, stuff like like you, you just touched on. It is a new thing. So was it unintentional? I, I, I can't believe that it that it wasn't on purpose. I mean, with Nintendo being obviously connected to the Pokemon company, Nintendo's never-ending desire to break the mold and to try to come up with different gimmicks and to get people to play video games differently I, I I think I I I'm convinced that it was it was methodical it was absolutely calculated they knew it from the beginning that they were going to go in this direction with the app for sure well, it was it was not an accident well there is a 34.99 dollar device that you're gonna be able to buy in tandem with this game and I think it will play the game in the background for you. Like you, you won't have to continuously pull out your phone. It'll track. And I think what's going to be strange to me if it'll if it'll show the whereabouts of Pokemon as you're playing it. But um, I just saw some news today that you're going to be able to trade with people. That is going to be huge. Yeah. Because I saw a story about somebody getting a date from playing it. It's it is bringing people together. I saw a guy run up with his phone on Snapchat, run up to a cop, and he was asking people in his neighborhood. Every person that was outside, he was going, what are you doing? And 90% of the people going, I'm playing Pokemon Go. There was uh, a family that didn't speak English, so I think he kind of freaked him out. But he ran up to a cop, and the cop said, what are you doing? And the guy filming said, I'm trying to find people playing Pokemon Go. What are you doing? And the cop said... Uh, I'm playing Pokemon Go <laughs> and just walked away. So it is. Everyone's playing it right now. That story about the guy that got a date. Can you forward me that, that story? 
<laughs> just for research. <laughs> yeah, for, okay, for cool. research yeah. purposes. I'll do that right now and make sure when I type in Pokemon, I turn in the safety search because, as yeah. we all know, if you don't do oh, that, no, some yeah, don't. weird stuff comes yeah. up. Um, but I think the interesting thing going forward is, and, and we talked about this, I know people that tried it, the servers weren't working, and they went, eh, and they just gave up on it. So they have got to do um, some something on their back end, or they've got to beef up their infrastructure a little bit. I mean, For me, the servers have balanced out a little bit. I've actually had GPS issues to where I can't use my phone in augmented reality. I have to switch over to... Um, I have to switch over to or like a regular view in order to play it, but it'll be interesting to see going forward uh, how they make this a a long term viable game. Well, since you know you're you're touching on what issues you've dealt with, like I said before, you know the the, the big issues with the servers, understandable. It's growing pains for any video game, and anybody that's ever played video games knows it's the type of thing that will be resolved. It takes a little bit of time, but it's going to get done. But like I said, my problem is not with that. It is about some of the actual bugs in the app itself. One of the main ones is that, like I said, the 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 app. I have a, hor- a, I have a times, horrible joke. A lot of I have times, a horrible joke. When ready. you catch a Pokemon, sometimes it'll freeze right there. Mm-hmm. Now, if it freezes and the game crashes, you have to restart it. What tends to happen, and they, they may have fixed it because I honestly I don't think I've dealt with it in the last couple of days, but I've definitely dealt with it in the first few days yeah. is that when it crashes and you have to restart it one it resets the settings so if you turned off the music or you turned off the turned off the sound effects or you made your own settings those are all wiped out so that blaring music comes right back and again that's it's a personal preference but it's the fact that it it, it resets your settings to default which is it shouldn't be happening not only that, but it's not saving your login yep. credentials. Yeah. Now you now there's two ways. You can either go about Google or I believe that there is some type of particular Pokemon um, login that yeah. you can you can create a login there. I personally use Google since um, it was easier in, in for me. But every time reset it and logging in to something multiple times is the equivalent of a mosquito buzzing around my ear yeah and it, it was just it was aggravating me like and it, it how are you forced me to just throw my phone down and go nope yeah not playing it how are you supposed to drive and play this game at the same time if you have to log in it really <laughs> is troublesome don't please don't drive and, and play pokemon go or drink and play pokemon go but um i my, i have bugs in mind too uh i caught a caterpie the other day so uh, that 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 was your joke. Yep. I, oh God, you don't know. I'm listening to you. I'm like, please stop talking so I can tell my horrible joke. <laughs> no, you, should feel, you should feel ashamed. I, of I it. do. I do feel ashamed. Because um, if I'd have told it, you would have. Oh, you would have I'd grumbled. Have, I'd have, I'd have, We'd have had to take a break <laughs> because you would have just have, walked away. Yep. I I would have pulled you aside and said, if people are going to continue to listen to this, you've, Look, you've you, got you, to work on your humor. If you do that again, you are no longer part of this project. Okay. <laughs> um. But no, you know, you you bring up a very good point that there are bugs within that game. I've I faced the same thing. I actually have <clears throat> ladies. I have a Pokemon account and I can't log into it cuz I think that they're doing some um some work on their servers, so I have to use Google. And you are absolutely right. Every time I load up the app, 
which, by the way, the loading screens on the initial splash screen, I don't know about you, but I think the game is frozen because the initial logo just takes way too long to get through. Yes, occasionally. Speaking of loading screens, there is another game that we have been playing that is so fun if you can get past the loading screens. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to wrap up on Pokemon. Let, let's just let's finish up Pokemon Go, yeah, and, yeah. and then we'll go to a loading screen, the video game. Absolutely. Um, but it will be interesting to me to see what will happen once trading is implemented. Because if, if I can just go in my phone, go in my contacts, and start trading Pokemon, I think it'll take some of the fun out of it. I think the dangerous... But fun aspect of it is is basically talking to strangers. It's going to be if there is a trainer around you and you can go up to them and say, hey, would you like to trade? It's it's really, it's an interesting case in human interaction. Yes. Now that could very well have been an unintended consequence of the, the game's popularity there, which I do like. Yeah, because um, yeah, it gets you out, it gets you moving. But the fact that you have you have common ground with people, and it kind of, especially in this day and age, is nice to know that something as lighthearted and fun as this can just bring people together, and just it's like, oh wait, you 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 have a a bunnelby. Oh, I of course who the yeah. who the hell really needs a a bunnelby. <laughs> Just, I think you're just making the names up. Who needs a scromple? I Wait, mean, you, do, you, do you have a scromple? I have a, because I, I, caught I need. A, I caught it with a master ball. I want like at least a level fifty scromple <laughs> or above. There's like somewhere between I think um, two hundred two hundred fifty thousand Pokemon now. So you pretty much can just make up a name and somebody will believe you. Can Can I just say speaking speaking of Pokemon? Well, we're we're, we're going to stick with Pokemon a little bit. Um, if, if I'm in the scientific community and I am discovering, uh, if I say there are 150 of these and then I continuously say, oh, we found about a hundred more. I'm going to get fired if I keep doing that because they keep coming out with games and they keep finding more and more Pokemon. So unless the, unless these are on different planets. This game really does not make a lot of sense. Well, isn't that probably what happened in the early days of discovering wildlife? They're like, we have found all the wildlife. Oh, sorry. That's, we didn't even look in the ocean yet. There's, there's all, the, I mean, that's, that's gonna, that's probably how it progressed. There was a, a time where several, you know, it, it kept progressing. It's like, okay, we think we found everything. Nope. Here's, here's another thing. Well, and, and, and I would agree with you on that only, if only, they didn't have the technology that they did. Because th you can store 2,000 Pokemon. You can store 2,000 Pokemon in your computer. And you can carry around an index in your pocket. And you can store a dragon and a ball that you can put in your pocket. But you don't know where half of these things are. Uh, unless their research just th their priorities were screwed up, you would think that somebody would have mapped the known world before they went and started catching, you know, like deer that can shoot electricity. I mean, we're 
we're honestly talking about a much darker version of dogfighting. Oh, absolutely. That's what we're doing. Absolutely. You know, it's it's not just we're we're talking about every major species of these ancient magical creatures yeah. that we are shoving into very small containers and then forcing them to fight. I mean, it is it's it's dogfight. It's horrific. Could you imagine if People go to jail for this? Could you imagine if animals made the noise of their name? Because that's what <laughs> I mean in the show at least. That's what they all do. Pika Pika. Like it's Squirtle Squirtle. Like if a dog was like dog 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 dog. dog, dog, dog. Cat. Cat. <laughs> cat 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 cat. Could you imagine just waking up and just outside of your window hearing bird, bird, bird? <laughs> just I would understand why we, you would want to capture you know what? all of no, those animals. But think of the 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 advantages. I mean, you walk into your house oh, and you hear yeah. little tiny, you tiny like little roach, roach. Then you know you have a roach issue you got to deal with. I'm going to give all of if you. If I'm sleeping in my bed one night, I start hearing <laughs> spider. I am gone. I was about to say, I'm going to give you all nightmares. Just imagine hearing spider. (laughs) Just, just, just like spider, spider, spider. (laughs) And then you start hearing more than one. (laughs) You burn the house. Different voices. Yeah. Spider. (laughs) Spider. Oh my. Yeah. That's the one you don't want to hear. Spider. Spider. That's when you spider. just burn the house down, you're gone. Yep. So we're just, I think we've been making noises for five minutes, but it's, um, they, they just announced a new Pokemon game, Pokemon Sun and Pokemon Moon for the, for the DS and what may be Nintendo's new system. That's a whole nother topic for a whole mm-hmm. nother day. But, um, what's interesting is people were like, ugh. Those are ugly. <laughs> I've never, I have never seen because these are diehard fans. Over seven hundred Pokemon currently. It, yes, and and now they're like now, now now all of a sudden you've got some weird. You've got like Pokemon that look like lanterns. You've got weird things. You got a sword. And, you got a Pokemon that's, not, that's just an inanimate object. You, you have an alphabet. You have Pokemon. Like you have a whole alphabet of Pokemon. But they showed some of the new ones, and people were like, "Ugh, those are ugly." Like, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you, you don't get to say they're ugly now. Yeah, because you know, They've in two years, in two years, they're gonna have sexualized version of those Pokemon on DeviantArt, and everybody will be over it. Yeah. So. Exactly. But we talked about loading screens, and one of the big issues with loading screens um, with Pokemon Go, there is another game that we are playing that has a number of loading screens. But mm-hmm. my God, have we not <laughs> been having a blast. It is. It is. And it's it's because of the company who makes it. It's very well known. It's synonymous with an even bigger game. But it's essentially... I don't want to say it's the same game, but it is set in a different era. That's what makes it so great. So this is a six-year-old game that has just been released for the Xbox One via backwards compatibility. For those of you that have played it, you will know why we're talking about how much we love it. But for those of you who have never heard of it or never played it, 
Red Dead Redemption is Grand Theft Auto set in the wild, wild west. And my God, is it fun. <laughs> it is. It's so great. And, and if you haven't played Grand Theft Auto, obviously the the developers, Rockstar, they both, you know, they're the ones that make both of these games. So if you have played Grand Theft Auto, which probably you have, imagine it in the Old West setting. You know, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption is actually uh, sort of a cornerstone of the last generation, but it has helped the technology in this game is outstanding. But the map size is something that people constantly compare their games to because this is the game is set sort of at the end of the cowboy era and you're in Texas slash Mexico and the sheer expanse of this game is something to behold in the, the weather, uh, the weather that they have in the game and the technology behind it and just some of the physics. And if you shoot a guy on a ladder in the foot, he will hold on to the ladder and kind of swing and then fall off of it. I mean, it really makes you feel like you're playing a Western. Not to mention, and obviously the the mechanics, the realism is amazing, but <laughs> I don't know what's so fun about just moseying down a trail on a horse. It's almost cathartic. Only to get mauled by a cougar. The out of nowhere. You know, Far Cry has tried it and all the, the all of these other games have tried it, but my but god. Nobody get, nobody can nobody maul you like Rockstar. Apparently. Nobody can maul you like Rockstar. There is so in in the multiplayer version of the game. Now there are there are these animals in the single player, but I think Rockstar from an article that I've read, Rockstar cranked up the wildlife in multiplayer. It's sort of a an environmental way to balance the game. But there are rattlesnakes there and these are the thing look, there's birds and rabbits. These are the things that can kill you. Rattlesnakes, wolves, uh, coyotes, Cougars, bears. I think we found bobcats. Bobcats, foxes. There's nothing like trying to get vengeance on someone, chasing them down, <laughs> and then you all of a sudden start getting mauled by a pack of wolves <laughs> or coyotes or just hearing the groan of a bear. You immediately start taking off running because he, he could be bringing more bears. Oh, absolutely. Or just this sheer thrill of you know being in a one-on-one -on -one combat with your friend you know you just you're kind of messing around the game which we tend to do and your friend comes running back over the hill and you are setting up and you're trying to hide maybe you're gonna catch him by surprise and lo and behold he is he's dragging bears with him <laughs> he has actually lured bears to your spot and he will basically <laughs> run right towards you so that the bears can come attack you as well. I cannot tell you how many times we have a friend that has lured. He has run around the forest luring a bear, chasing right behind him, and just ran past us inconspicuously. We're going, oh, there's so-and-so. And then we look up, and then there's just bears running towards you. And then you're just getting batted around like a salmon in a river. Um <laughs> 
But it, it just, the mechanics of the game, I like it thus far because I think the difference for me is Grand Theft Auto. Now, Rockstar, kudos to Rockstar because they've done two things. They have really supported Grand Theft Auto Online, which to me is the cornerstone of how um, companies need to be doing DLC in their online campaigns. I, Definitely. It is Definitely. the it is the shining example that I always point to. But kudos to Rockstar for keeping their servers up for six years. Kudos to Rockstar for supporting Red Dead up to this point. And if the Amazon sales of this game are any indication, they have got, if they, and I know they're already working on it, they've got they've got to capitalize on the amount of hype that this game has right now. I think that I saw a number, sales were up. 6,000%. Six, I, 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 it sounds ridiculous. No, but 6,000% on Amazon mm-hmm. for this game that people can download digitally, <laughs> which is even more shocking. That a game sold that well physically when you can go on your Xbox and pick it up and play it like that. And I think what you were touching on, you said you think that they're working on it. Um, I believe you were referring to the not confirmed but very much rumored sequel it, to it, Red Dead. It's an inevitability. Absolutely. It, Absolutely. Is, it is an inevitability. I know Rockstar was running into some legal trouble recently with some of their leadership, but... I know as far as what they are doing right now, they have, they have to realize it better be a calculated move on their part. They better be ready with an announcement sometime soon because them just happening to release this, and it could be from demand. They might have said, look, we got to fix this up and get it out of the door. But to me, they have got to say it is because. For me, I honestly think this is probably the most played game on the Xbox right now. Um, yeah, with the exception of probably Overwatch and some of the other big contenders. Yeah, now, I mean, of course, it just uh, was released what um, Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, so just a few days ago. So possibly now uh, it is definitely one of the most downloaded and. Well, I mean, it's obvious. The sales went up. People were buying old copies or buying digital versions to a ridiculous degree. So it's obvious. It It is. And what I like, kudos to Rockstar for also, because you and I both know of a certain company that nickels and dimes people for hardly any content. And they took all their DLC and either made it free or extremely easy to purchase, like a dollar for some of these expansions. Mm-hmm. And to to not try to nickel and dime people to capitalize on the popularity of the game, I, I, res, I respect them for that. And going back to Rockstar, like what they've done, GTA 5 and GTA Online, which has been out for, gosh, what, three or four years now? Three or four years. Like you said, they have just constantly updated tons of content coming out for free. You pay for nothing. And, but obviously there are, well, I'd say there's microtransactions in the game. There's one microtransaction. 
you can buy in-game money for real money. That's it. That's all you can do. But that alone, it has basically that's their source for coming out with all this content. They're not for nobody has to buy those short cards, yep. which are the, the that's what they call the cards that you can buy you can buy money with. Because you can do jobs, there's tons of stuff you can do to, to earn money in the game. You're not forced to buy it. But the amount of people that do buy the money is allowing Rockstar to come out with all this free content. And it seems like such a simple, simple structure. They, they got it right. Yeah. They absolutely got it right. But if they got it right, why can't these other companies that we talk about get it right too? Because they're having their cake and they're eating it too. Greed. They don't the you know what what, more can, what did what did uh what did it make the first night it came out? GTA five, remember? Five hundred million? Yeah. I believe the first day of yeah, release. It, it broke records. I, I I understand greed, but like it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. How can you be greedy when you're when you're getting it all to begin with? Well, 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 no, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about greed on Rockstar's. Part. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. You're yeah, talking yeah. about the other companies. So the thing that makes Rockstar so it is it is a cycle. They are producing quality content, which people will say, you know what? I don't have to pay for this. So I'm I. Oh my God, this is worth sixty dollars alone. I didn't pay for any of it. So they, I'll spend five bucks and five dollars and ten dollars here. You look over a year, people are spending over a hundred dollars. Just oh yeah, I need a jet, or I need to, you know, I want to buy this, or oh man, there's a there's a new car in this game that yeah, I'll spend twenty dollars on. It, it's it because they have pared it down and said all will make you pay for. You can you can work for in game currency and buy it yourself. Or if you want to speed it up, pay us 5, 10, 20 bucks. You can get it like that. That is the way to do it. But people are willing to do it because of the simple fact there's content to back it up. Destiny. And it seems like another company was doing that years before. And it, and it, and it was very lucrative for them. They're called Blizzard. Yeah. They've been doing it for a while, for yeah. I don't know how long. And like I said, they don't force you to. But if you do, you can buy these extra cosmetic items and, and all these things. Yep. If you want to, and it it feeds the uh, beast. Look look at Overwatch. Overwatch is Overwatch has no single player. It has very limited story, but the game is good. It's got good infrastructure. It's balanced, and so people are are the, it's the loot boxes. The loot boxes are completely cosmetic items that have no impact on the gameplay whatsoever and people say you know what I'm, I'm willing to pay for this it's not th the problem is is when you don't have good content to back up what you're trying to nickel and dime your audience for destiny and you all of a sudden look at your players and you don't look at them as video game fans that have grown with you you look at them as consumers so you say, how can I how can I make them pay for this? And that is the difference. That's what Rockstar says. You know what? People can pay for it if they want to, but they don't have to. Whereas another company has said, how can we make people pay for this? And I know 
that the host is being very subtle. But in case you haven't figured it out, he's referring to the game Destiny uh, from the company Bungie. Oh, oh it's, it's terrible. Go take a break. Oh. Um, coming from uh, Bungie, who brought us the great Halo series. Uh, but they uh, came out with this. It's, uh, it was kind of a hybrid uh, first-person shooter MMO. It was supposed to be the next big thing. And they've just kind of stumbled and bumbled their way through the last couple of years in a lot of people's opinion on just execution of the game story, pretty much every aspect of it. It's got, it's great. It's got great. There's a lot of stuff about it. That's really, really amazing, but there's a lot of stuff about it. That's really, really terrible. I will try. I make you this commitment. I will try to not use destiny as the marker for everything bad that I will not say, well, at least it's not destiny. I mean, you can, but, you can use so many other, yeah. they're, they're, they're not the only Superman 64 ET for the no, Atari. But I, mean, I know. Yeah. But you know, you're talking about, you know, the mistakes that dice have made, the uh, mistakes that EA have made. They, they, there's a lot of oh, blame yeah. to go around. Yeah. I mean, EA and, and all of these different companies I mean, trying to get battlefront. Yeah. The, the failure of, from Battlefront, that's a whole nother. I, oh, my nose is bleeding. I think I just had a brain hemorrhage. Okay, um, right, Yeah, okay, let me just yeah, take clean that up real quick. Here. Oh, thank you. Um, I, oh, we'll get... That's a whole nother story for a whole nother time, but I really want to... I'm going to focus on, on Destiny and then get back to to, uh, to Red Dead and, and Rockstar, but um, the issue that I have with Destiny is heartbreak. I have a piece of concept art from the original artist for a game that does not exist. Uh, the promise of that game is was so intoxicating, and it got all of my friends very involved in the belief that this is going to be a galactic-spanning uh, game of adventure. And what has ended up happening is it, it's you can do 10 things, and they have found a way to make you do the same 10 things a different way repeatedly over and over I'm telling you, the game should have been made by Dice because it is a, it's a glorified dice rolling simulator. That's all that it is. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dice. <laughs> dice. For those of you that don't know, is making Battlefield and, uh, you know, Battlefield One, and they made Battlefield Two, and you know, Battlefield Vietnam, and all that. But there, yeah, there's a lot of specifics that yeah. you, we could get into about what makes the game bad, but. The easiest way to describe it is the grind does not feel worth it. Nope. Not the, at all. The playing the game sometimes does not you, feel worth you it. You are not rewarded for all of the work that you put in. It's essentially when I, you know, and it was a it was a very hard conversation to have with producer Seth because for the longest time I was trying to explain why I was upset. Because in other games, you had a set you had a set structure for if I do this, I can get this. Whereas if you do the same thing in this game, you do this and you have the possibility of getting this. And I think why I'm enjoying Red Dead so much is because there is so much content and it is off the wall stuff. I mean, we just played a zombie horde mode the other night and it was really well done. But you have an overlay of all of this stuff that is locked away that you can't access, that you don't have access to, but it will tell you if you do this, 
you can get this. And that was my biggest problem with Destiny was, hey, if you do this, at the end of it, you might have the slight chance of earning this. And I get RNG-based games, but that game had serious balance issues, server issues. It was the promise of something great, and it was a broken promise. So... That is why I've been very, very, very pleased with Red Dead, and I cannot wait to pick it up and play it again. And not only that, but cannot wait for the possibility of having a new one with current-gen specs, with current-gen graphics, new content, new story. My goodness. If they release this game for the one, if they um, gameplay-wise... I think they wouldn't have to tweak it. I think if they just went in and cleaned up some of the cutscenes, you could fool people into thinking that this was a new release for this console. Probably so. Absolutely. I, I was I was looking at some of the character animation and, and just the quality of the character skins and the lighting, and I was thinking to myself, this is impressive for a, for a six-year-old game. Mm-hmm. A six-year-old game. 2010. 2010. Just imagine, and as good as that is, just imagine what they did for GTA, all the improvements they made upon it, making those improvements upon Red Dead. You know, I would love, because we are based, for those of you that don't know, that might be listening, we're based in Louisiana. Uh, We're very passionate, very proud of where we come from. And I would love to see Red Dead have some sort of a Louisiana-based influence or story structure or have an area. And there have been some leaks that go along with that that kind of confirm that that might happen. Um, I don't know if it will because Mafia 3 is set in New Orleans. So I really do think that there we may see, you know, knock on wood, I think the best thing to ever happen and this may be a little biased, but if the next Grand Theft Auto was based in New Orleans, oh my God. can you imagine? Oh, it, airboats! I mean, going the, driving around. I mean, it, it, it's it's funny because I think the only people that can relate, especially with GTA Five, are people that live in Los Angeles, because so much of Los Santos, the the fictional city within the game, is based around Los Angeles and that whole area. To a T, I mean, from um, the the city skyline to the buildings, to they kind of took all these major landmark areas and put them into one. The Hollywood sign is obviously says Vinewood or something, mm-hmm. and um, so I can't imagine what it's like to have grew up in Los Angeles and to play this game and to be driving down streets that you know and you kind of recognize. So that's what it would be like for us. If there were to be a New Orleans-based video game that was with all the models, the models of the buildings, the river, just everything, it, it would it would just be insane. Grand Theft Auto Crescent City is something that I have seen before on forums and different things that people have said, you know, this is happening, and I I, I wouldn't doubt ever seeing that, but um. The and people may think, well, what is, what is there to do in New Orleans? New Orleans really is more than any place else, maybe than Vegas, 
It is the embodiment of that franchise. It really is. Of what franchise? Oh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Th- oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Vice City, uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. In Li- I mean, Liberty City. Liberty City is New York. Vice City was Miami. Um, but when you think of just, <laughs> I guess, for lack of better terms, just vices, debauchery, debauchery, just much so. sin in general. Yeah, next to Vegas, New Orleans has got to be the close second. And, and I and I, which is funny because when I went to Vegas, I thought this is like a New Orleans theme park. Like the buildings felt fake. The the same type of uh, debauchery and kind of that sinful nature. It was very reminiscent of New Orleans, but I, w- I was just thinking like this is just corporate New Orleans. It's right. got no it's, culture. It's it's exactly. I was about you were took the words right out of my mouth. It's a it's a manufactured city of sin. It's a man, it's it's all yeah. for show. Yeah. New Orleans did it. <laughs> they just. It's yeah. so steeped in culture that it just, it is. These buildings are old. You know, they, they, and it's just, it's a different world. And and it really, you know, for those of you that have played Grand Theft Auto, there's what, Sasquatches and, and different, uh, I mean, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare has Sasquatch, Chupacabra. I mean, New Orleans has its own mysticism and voodoo. And so mm-hmm. you think of all of these different things that that city has to offer. Drugs, sex, violence, um, mysticism. Uh, you have a, a giant casino there. So it, it just the city is built for that game and that gameplay. Absolutely. You have, like you said, voodoo culture. You have not only Cajun culture, but you have the Creole culture, yeah. which... A lot of people who aren't from here think is the same, but it's very much very different. different. Um, so many different cultures and um, ideas mixed into this area. Not just New Orleans, but all of South Louisiana. It it would prove to be an amazing storyline, especially with obviously with GTA with Red Dead. It's not just the online feature; they have an original storyline for a single player mode and i know that um gta 5 the only one i had ever actually played had a great story Mm -hmm. single player mode that you play through so to think of what they could create in the new orleans area i am all for and and speaking of which which i'm you know i'm excited for for the coming shows because we'll be able to really talk about this but you really don't know anything about the single player game for red dead do you nope not yet that that's going to be a fun journey because I really think you know some people say not only is Red Dead in the top ten for video games, but the story and the DLC are some of the most highly critically acclaimed uh, campaigns for a game that you can undead undead nightmare. I cannot tell you how many people say that's the best DLC that's ever been released for a game. That's a tall order. It, mean, it is to say i mean maybe besides majora's mask the dlc for ocarina of time mm. um i think that uh, <laughs> uh, that uh, yeah but undead nightmare is they really if you i would say watch the trailer for those of you at home that have not seen it but i really want producer seth to go home and play this with a fresh set of eyes because it's really going to drive home why this game 
people have been on their their servers for six years. So, um, but yeah, we've got we've got ideas for shows um, coming up. I think the next show, uh, not for certain, but I really believe that we're going to get into the VR uh, debate. And it's the next big thing. It it is the next big thing, and uh, what we think will win out. Uh, we've already talked about uh, setups and things like that, and mm-hmm. the the one thing, the one thing that we want to see in VR. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, and it, it'll be a good time. A good old virtual time. A good old virtual time. So until next show, folks. This has been Alex. Producer Seth. All right, and we'll see you next time, folks. Good night.